It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Hey! Today's hump day. Yesterday at the end of the show, I said enjoy the rest of your hump day. I'm trying to push the week along as fast as... Well, because the Browns game is on Saturday this week, um, everything has moved up a day. Everything's all goofed up. But welcome to our Wednesday show. By the way, that's a dope shirt. Where you get that from, dog? Uh, that's my dude, Matt Colleague, man. You got the VIP. Colleague Racing. You got the dude. VIP shirt. I'm a, I'm, well, do we all get one of those? I'm saying. Do we all want one? Yes. yes. Extra yes. large. I mean, we can we want easily Colleague Racing all shirts. get one. I got Extra a hat, large. too. I already got the hat. I'm, the, I'm, I'm all for a court. That would have went good. I followed I him on Twitter, and I'm seeing all these like NASCAR tweets, and I'm like, yeah. I, was, I don't know if I've said this, but I was actually in a NASCAR. Did I mentioned this before. No. I was in a NASCAR fantasy league when I was working. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. Things I never expected. No, he never. Right. Right. He, right. he was actually good. I actually, I got lucky. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> right, right. But I was in a NASCAR fantasy league when I was working in Utica, New York. Right. Because upstate big New there. York, it's big, big, huge. Yeah. We used to carry. I eventually was the program director of the station, as well as being the host. And I used to carry all the NASCAR races. Wow. On, and people would listen to it. It was, but anyway, we did a NASCAR fantasy league, and I just like I was like, oh, I know Jeff Gordon. I'll take him. I had third, <laughs> and it was the year that Jeff Gordon, I think, either won the championship or whatever. It was always. I it. had no clue what I was doing. I got lucky and I won <laughs> somehow. Crazy. Total luck. He's got a NASCAR yeah. fantasy league trophy somewhere in his house. And I know, yeah. and we know NASCARs by the jackets, right? <laughs> Because we just like sure. so the jackets for us was like if you had so the NASCAR jackets in high school was like three hundred four hundred dollars the racing joints right Damn. so you would be like yo the no, hottest, you ain't getting that Tony, <laughs> they got the Kellogg's dude the Tony the Tiger everyone loved that the M and M's yeah. they loved that they loved the Tide Tide was Dupont was good well I think that was Jeff Gordon um, and there's one more oh obviously. You know, they wouldn't let us wear it because it was alcohol, but everybody knew who the Budweiser people were. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Budweiser you had money. one? Of course I had one. Oh, you got, I can't so you got money. Hey, they were saying. in vogue back they in the day, man. He got money. <laughs> but, then, but then they got, they, I, they had to get sacrificed because you know how you get old. And then Avrex jackets came in to point. Uh, so okay. Avrex, Avrex, and the NASCAR jacket went to the closet. They had to go back. And starters. Then, yeah, them starter boys. Well, starter boys. Notes, by the way, on NASCAR. We used to have the race at, uh, at Burke. The mm-hmm. IndyCar Grand Prix race. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, no, we didn't. It was great. It was Fourth of July weekend, and yeah. it was big. It was a, you know, it was a well-attended event. They've they've moved it out. Indy doesn't come here anymore. But I've thought for years, why not bring a NASCAR road race to Burke because the, it's big enough to do the course. I like that. Can we? So, they can't do it through the city. It's well, they possible. should tear no, down Burke and build a bunch of things, but, but they're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that would that would yeah. um, that would NASCAR would become big in Cleveland if they had a, a regular stop. Because really, we don't 
we don't have anything even close to us right mm -hmm. now. They go, to, they go to Indianapolis, but right. other than that, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta get your car to drive. So imagine if there was a if there yeah. was a NASCAR race downtown Cleveland, oh, man. where they shut things down for a weekend, that I could be big. I want them going through Tower City. The third curve is Why right not? off right Wouldn't off my, <laughs> my progressive field moving around. They used to do that. I got into the X Games because they used to do like through San yeah. Francisco, sure. they used to do luges and different things like that. Yeah. I always loved X Games. So how, how about making there. the turn on 90 at Dead Man's Curve there? Oh, I like what you're doing. Oh, <laughs> I like what you're doing. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that oh, would end well, though. No. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, they do their pin turns, though, on That's true. Not at all. That'd be fire. Hey, real quick, you mentioned Jay's shirt off the top here. Take tag board folds. You guys see the white face mask the Browns are going to wear this weekend? Hate them. Let's get your thoughts on that. Ooh, hate them. Hate them. You don't like that? Unless you're gonna bring back. I hate you the white face mask. You rocked all white when you nah, feel like bro. No, no, no. You tried to fool us again. Hey, listen. Once again, <laughs> you fooled us again. Yo, I had everybody no, drinking the Kool Aid. No, yeah, you talk about being fooled. You know who got nice helmets? The Bengals got nice helmets. Mm. Them, them the all white ones. the white tiger Power Ranger Bengals joint. So if they go fire, if they gonna change the helmet, they gonna change the helmet. You gonna give me a face mask? Where's our white helmet at? Where's have, our black uniforms at? Where's the gunmetal grays? Can we get that off? What is a classic helmet? Brown's helmet look like? Our what helmets, it look like now? That, that, that's for, what I'm saying. All 70, all for 90 years we had that. So how is they gonna give a throwback or something? Bro, what? come up with some creative. You could have gave us the white helmet. It's the brown. Oh my goodness! But but bro, you know how many white? Wait, yeah, well, put yeah. Next year, I bet they have the alternate white helmet because all the teams are doing it. They now. should yeah. put put Paul Brown's picture on. How it. come we don't, we don't never? Get, <laughs> I feel like a little kid. We don't never get nothing. <laughs> That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> we can't have nothing it's nice. Like, it's like other teams. Their team names are not a color. Look at that. Look at so that. So they can have whatever color oh, they want. But it feels that. like we have to have. You have to have brown because they're the Browns. What's wrong with that? That's classy. Oh my. And gosh. that helmet, that face That's mask not a great, is great. That's not a white face. We are the pin. What about a brown helmet? What about a brown? All brown I love all browns. Yeah. Give me an all brown. If you could give me, a, if you would give me an all, there's so many you know fan what? You concepts know. that's so fire. Yeah. I just don't Jeez. understand. You it, know what? Man. I would take over that. What? A winning season. Uh, we can't even have that. Shout out to my niece Ava, who just got accepted to Penn State. Shout out. Tell her she wants to go to San Diego State. Tell her to so apply. who doesn't? She wants to get as far away from her parents. So Penn State was your safety school. <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah. her to apply for the uh, quick, State quick University. rundown of what's coming up. Dequell Jackson's going to be here. We'll uh, catch up with him. We missed him last week because of the uh, the Achilles. Speaking of Dequell, <laughs> by the way, we were having a conversation before the show. Earl brought it up. Is Dequell the Browns' best linebacker since '99? Yes. I can think of one I off the he... top of my head that was better. Me. That's yes. You can or you can't. I can't. I can't either. We tried. We named no, him. No, we actually did name you, a few. Well, you we had a <laughs> I mentioned Demario Davis, but he wasn't but he Demario was Davis. Yeah, yeah, they should have never let him go. Not at all. No. But so who, I think DeQuell is probably the best linebacker the Browns have had in the last quarter century. I go by his man grade. He was 88. <laughs> He's 88. Because of the Browns. Oh, oh, they're terrible now. Overall, no, what was there at the beginning? Oh, oh the, the year? Overall, I would imagine what J.O.K. or Anthony Walker would be the highest. J.O.K. would probably be a 79, Walker maybe a 81, 82 <laughs> speed. I, he's the best linebacker I could remember. The no, Browns I think he have. is, and yeah. I don't. I don't think. I mean, no more reliable. We, like we talked about it. Like, and that's the way they play defense. And Dequell has talked about. It. He didn't make a ton of plays in the backfield because they didn't play that way. But right. like, 
He was the most reliable. Every year, he'd have 120 tackles, yeah. 130 tackles. He's always the leading tackle yeah. every game. He was the god of the three-yard tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> Dequell, how many yards you get? Dequell had 19 tackles. Yeah. All of them was between a four and a seven-yard game. Yeah. <laughs> We'd take or, that guy yeah. now, wouldn't we? Uh, heck, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, such a reliable guy. They should have blitzed him. So, so he's coming. Yeah. Dequell's going to be on the show, uh, and we'll ask him about that. We'll ask him Sione, who Taki, are Taki. the other great linebackers that the Browns have had since then. By the way, they've devalued the position. Oh, absolutely. They've completely okay. devalued the position. Clear see how that's working out I hope good. that worked. Uh, Robert Smith, it said on the slate that Robert was going to be on the show. Robert had another commitment. We lost Last Robert Last minute cancel, yeah. He's so we lost Robert. Robert will be back next week. We're doing true or false, and McNuggets teased this as a special true or false. It is special. You guys will find out about 12-15. I, I, okay. I'm excited give about you any that. Preview, it's going to give away why it's so special, but this is a unique yeah. edition of true or false. All right. We look forward to that. And uh, it's waiver wire Wednesday. Uh, that means we're going to have Dave Richard on the show. I finished third in my league in points four, ninth out of 12 in the standings, missed the playoffs. You know, you that, should, I, that's a flaw. You should do what I, in the two big money leagues I do, we made a rule change six years ago. The top, we have six teams make the playoffs out of 12. Yeah. Top five teams are the five best records. Ooh, I like what you're doing But the now. sixth team is the next is the best. Whichever of four. the other seven has the most points. Wow, I love that. I would be in. And, and, and yeah. honestly, I'm not far from being first in points. Right. right. Like I have, I. It's You've just, obviously had bad luck. I've had terrible you luck. Play so the I've, team that, yeah. I've lost three games this year by a point or less. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah I yeah, lost yeah. a game where I, I scored it. 190, but the leading scorer that week had 210, and the next yeah. highest score that week was 160. Yeah. Now, there's four losses right sucks. there, and I finished six and eight. Where's in the league? ultimate top Cleveland four? Sports Show League, the top four finishers will oh, wow. be the top four points. Well, should we save, nice. by the way, should nice. we save our last place drama that's actually ensuing now for Who? Dave Richard or for now? Do you want to get into Do it now real right quick. Now? Yeah, let's talk about it while we're doing fantasy. Who's in last currently? I could have been well, Tim Couch. last week. So I'm Tim's going to have to do no, a stand-up Tim, Tim, Tim's not going to do stand-up. Why not? He should. We can ask him. Tim's a man of his word. <laughs> Tim told us he didn't want to play. We kind of forced him to play. He set his play, lineup so. all week, all year. Which we won't what do What an event, year. though. If we could get Tim Couch to come to Cleveland to do a stand-up. We should at least that. ask him, Mike. I agree with we, Jay. We could ask at him, least right. ask him. I mean, look, the dude played quarterback for the Browns. He can handle a hostile crowd. <laughs> True. So he here's the other And the crowd wouldn't be hostile. They'd love it. Even it if he would sucks. be a sellout, yeah. number yes. one, one. And it would make news. It would be, it would be it awesome. It would make national and, news. It would. And we'll donate it to the people of Kentucky the for the floods or hurricanes. That's a great idea. I know. A proceeds okay. of, the, of the gate go the to help the flood victims in Kentucky. Which, by the way, they're still digging out down there. The country has moved on and forgotten all about them, but they're still digging out. I will ask Tim. If okay. Tim does not want to do it, there is some drama building. I beat first place G. Bush last week. Yeah, I don't – some – To, to put myself – Wait, you did? He I beat, did, to put myself in a he, position. Yeah, yeah. If I just, win this week and Anthony loses, we tie for last. Right, and Anthony's oh, got no. 15 more points. And right comedy now. 15 team. more points. Than well, it'd be who? Yeah, I think they should do it together. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> like Martin. And, uh, and, <laughs> by the way, Martin and Lewis. Anthony had agreed to do it together, and Mike shot him down. Said whoever's at the least amount of points, the least amount of points. I think we vote on it because I would love to see a comedy duo. <laughs> and by the way, that that one sets him up, and the other styling. knocks him down. That <laughs> Anthony and Mike. And, and by the way, that will be. We should put that on YouTube. Oh, that'd be, oh, yeah, it'll, it'll live, be live, like Penn and Teller. No, live. Not live. It'll be. 
Pickwick and Frolic before a Mike Polk show. So we'll have a yeah. real, there'll be a real audience. That's going to be a fun of night. I've it's gone to be a Mike great Polk night. Show. I'm going to be there. We'll send out when we know finalize the details. We will make sure you guys know everything about it. By the way, I'm I'm getting my wife to drive me. She don't drink. Oh my God. I'm about to be hammered. Me too. You'll be heckling Mike and Anthony. Boo! By the way, we have, because we're only doing four playoff teams since it's ten teams, we're doing we still have one more week of the regular season, but the playoffs are set. Are you in? Yes. It's good. me, G, Earl, hey, and Jason. Jason it, which is teams. good. Which G, is, G uh, has got way ahead in terms points. of points. Yeah. Me, G, and Earl have the same record. G is way ahead in points. He's, he's like 150 Cup. ahead of the two of us. Cooper wow. Cup is Earl's in got like in eight more points if than Cooper I do. Cup was, if Cooper Cup was not done, yeah. I'd I, I run away with yeah, it. But, <laughs> yeah. but all it takes is one loss in the playoffs. Yes, no, I is. know. You can have one he bad week. To me. I have one bad week. I haven't been trending well. Uh, out, of my four, nope. out of my four leagues, I'm making the playoffs in two. Good job. <laughs> so, well done. All right, let's get on with the show, shall we? Um, Deshaun Watson gets his first home crowd, his yeah. first friendly fire crowd. We... <laughs> I, and, and there was some talk on the morning call that, you know, there may be some hostile Browns fans towards, and that's not going to happen. No, no, no. Browns fans aren't going to come to the stadium no. to boo Deshaun Watson. If no. you don't like Deshaun Watson and you're a Browns fan, don't go to the game. You're just not going to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and yeah. If there are fans that want to go and boo, they'll be so small in number, you they'll be drowned out, you'll never hear it. No. Yeah. Uh, how do we expect Deshaun Watson to look? How will he look different in, a, in front of the home crowd as opposed to the first two road crowds? Well, I think he does. I think he will feed off the energy. You know, you want to this is okay. So if, in, in his mind, first of all, he hears a lot of stuff. He sees the signs. He even admitted that he, I'm human. It, it bothers. Yeah. Him. Yeah. So when he comes here and he plays, I think to him, he wants to show everybody. Hey, yes, some mistakes was made. I put y'all through a rough situation, but I need to come out here and put a show on. So y'all understand the type of player that I am. And so, I think so you, you, I think that this game should be tailor made for him to go out there and showcase his talent. Even against a really tough defense. Yep. I mean, what better way to show that you're a great quarterback than going out there and doing well against a good defense? So you expect it to be his best performance yet and a significant improvement. It's, gonna be, it's not going to be easy. I'm going to tell you that right, right. now. It's yeah. not because the Baltimore's cool. defense is for real. I'm, ex- I, I'm with Tyvis on this. I in, in Deshaun Watson's first game back, he didn't look like an NFL quarterback. Not at all. No. In his second game back, he looked like a below average NFL quarterback, but at least he looked like an NFL quarterback. I think this week, he's going to look like a good quarterback. I don't think he's going to be elite Deshaun Watson. I don't know if we'll see that until next year. I think we'll see it, but I don't know if we'll see it until next year. I but I expect him to play well, and I expect the Browns to play well. Everything points to the, the like, the Ravens, you know, obviously the defense has been great. And after the Browns lost last week, we're going to find out, for all the criticism of the coach, we're going to find out these next four weeks. Is this team still playing with heart? Is this are this team still fighting to yes. the end? Yeah, right. I think we'll see it. I I think you coming think home go three and one down the stretch. I think they're going to go three and one. I think this is one of the three games they're going to win. I think Deshaun Watson's going to have a very good game. Browns are favored against the Ravens I was because of the Ravens' quarterback, quarterback situation. situation. Right? It's, a, it's it's unclear yet. Still. Right. It's definitely no. Well, I shouldn't say definitely no Lamar, but I can't imagine. I he's can't imagine play. he plays either. Their backup, Tyler Huntley, who's serviceable. He had a concussion. He got right? hurt too, so we don't know about him. Right. Their third string quarterback. I never heard of this guy, Anthony, Anthony Brown. Brown. He's I, terrible. I had neither. He's legitimately. He was bad in college. Yeah. Like they. Well, who was it that said on the show he was so bad in pregame that they actually had their <laughs> long snapper throwing passes? Yeah. Facts. Getting ready to maybe play right. quarterback. So they go, so I'm surprised they didn't pick somebody else up this what I was, it? too. I thought what they a, sure they'd make a yeah. move. Well, I mean, if you think about it like that, pick somebody up for what? What's the Browns' worst thing? 
Stop no, no, running no, no, around. We're going to run the ball. Well, but you still want to have a quarterback yeah. that can throw the ball. Man, for what? We're going to run the ball. They can't what stop What if you're it. down 14 nothing? Run the ball. <laughs> yeah, run but the hey, ball. Come on. Now the Browns know they're going to run it, but that doesn't necessarily mean Exactly. I'm going to say, well, I didn't watch the historic so you're, performances you're then, against so, the Browns. So your run. formula for the Ravens is like, what, 80-20 run? Yeah. Okay, so those 20%, you still got to put the ball in the <laughs> but game. But the reality is, guys. Little hitches, yeah. little screens, passes. The Browns' run defense, <laughs> which is obviously bad, has not been as bad lately. It's like early in the year to the midpoint. It they peaked. were they the were Falcons all time Chargers, bad. We watched them. Did Falcons Joe Mixon not ice the game with a long run? Yeah, they yeah. weren't tackling nobody. No, what am I about to say? What's Joe, that? Joe Mixon didn't ice the game with like a yeah, but run? like. The Browns, I'm not saying the Browns' run defense is good now. He just I'm said, saying it's yeah. not all-time bad Against the, the last Falcons few weeks. the Falcons and the Chargers, we were watching this defense yeah. thinking they were made of water. Now it's just a At bad run defense and not, not an all-time bad who run have defense. They, <laughs> who, who have they stopped? And the the world, Buccaneers didn't run the ball. Well, they, because they chose to stop running, running the ball. But the last mm-hmm. few weeks, it hasn't been in as the, bad. In the words of the great Keith Sweat, nobody. <laughs> 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 I was about to say, we ain't going to All right, on the, D Watson, on the D. Watson thing, what, what – so we kind of said that he was a D in week one, maybe even an F. He was a <laughs> B minus last week, a big improvement. What is he this week? Uh, you know me. Uh, it's G. Bush, a.k.a. the Duke of Reach. Hey, <laughs> Duke of Reach. I reach. I'm the best reacher in the game. A plus plus. Huh? Hey, hey. hey, but we're not going to reach. We're not going to be knee-jerk God today. Um, and by the way, my mom says, don't call yourself a God. She's very religious. I was just joking. Um, <laughs> so, I'm looking at this game, and I need, like, look, 276. Like, you know, 300 is makeup, right? Well, let me tell you, before you say that, right. Amari Cooper's not 100%. Go okay. ahead with your statement. Uh, he needs he needs, he needs, needs about 300. Yeah. It's it, it about time for that 300. Uh, and I'm not talking about Leonidas, them. Uh, you need that 300 <laughs> quickly because there is I some. Want <laughs> what is wrong with two. It? I'll take two touchdowns. I'm not worried about the yardage total. Oh, I am. It's I'm all about, oh, I am. <laughs> just I we, am. we need all the window dressing we can get. Let me give you a, yeah, a, a look at, look into this this window. So tickets people was buying them for a hundred before the season. They're now eight. Yeah, I saw that. Eight dollars. It's $8. gonna be cold as hell outside. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? It's, it could be snowing. It could be snowing. <laughs> it's essentially a night game at four thirty. That's hold a night game. It's off by the first yeah. quarter. So, so it's box. a Saturday. <laughs> and yeah. think about this, man. This is where it all the wheels could fall off a little bit. Like them games at the end of the year. Think Eric Mangini. Them last four games, he was trying to work his little, just work his magic. If Deshaun Watson throws for 300, 330, that's a Christmas. Everybody good. Yeah. Everybody. Because guess what? The people can say, oh, look at this nice toy I got for Christmas. We're going to be good next year. But, it, but gee, if he <laughs> throws for 245 with two touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Oh, we take I'll, that too. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that too. Now, does that come with a win? And a win, sure. <laughs> okay. If you get two, I'll take ten passing yards and no touchdowns. If it comes with a three nothing win, I don't come, care. If it comes with the win, <laughs> you're just yeah. desperate. At just this get one. the dub. But if you can, for Coach Stefanski, the best thing that can happen for him this year is to say, "Wow, this offense looks markedly right. better." You want this the is, offense to look great? The rest they, of the they look great. He goes into the off season and he can sell his plans. But if they limp in 
and God forbid they take an L to this 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 random guy. What's his name? Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown. A B is what Anthony they call. Anthony Brown it. sounds like the, the like a, a Senate lead All American. He's going to Kent. It, it <laughs> does. Coach Ted Ginn Senior. Yeah. It, it, it does sound. Hey, Anthony like Brown. Tony <laughs> Brown. Tony Brown is playing for Euclid. Like I get That's it. That's a generic <laughs> name right there. That's very. He only threw the ball five times. See what I'm? They running the See, ball. See, look, man. It's cold. He didn't play the He's whole got game. a pot belly too. Uh, he he out of shape. What did? What corner? Kind of looks like Cardale there, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, 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 He got the turkey. He got the turkey arm. The turkey arm. That look. His forearm is out of shape. How your forearms be out of shape? Like you gotta have. He hasn't thrown the ball. Oh my god! There is no way you can lose wrong. to that man. I feel like we need Ever. to do an Anthony Brown true or false. Hey, we should. Hey, that might be it. That might be it. Hey, I'll tell you this: the line right now is three points. Brown's yeah. favored. Oh, and it's if gone Anthony, up. It opened to two and a half. If Anthony Brown is announced as the Ravens and starting quarterback, and they stay quarterback, at three, and it stays at three, we in trouble. Free money. It's gonna go way up. If he's an yeah. Listen, quarterback, the Browns are not good enough no such thing to free be money. free money. Listen, all I know is when I watch these last, what is it, four or five games? Yeah, four what, games. What I need to see, we're going to find out one or two things. <laughs> I'm going to let you know something. Let me, I got to sit up. Mm. This is dangerous. Tony told, me, Tony, Tony told me to sit up. We got to so, sit up more. So listen. <laughs> Put the camera on me, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> these, last, these last four games. You're going to find out whether people love the game of football uh -oh. or are they just here for the money. That's what these last four games, because if you love it, you going out there, you just going balls to the wall for the True. rest of the year. You going all out because you love playing football. Yep. If it's just about the money, listen, what we, all, what we got 58 minutes. Left? All right, come on. Let's hurry up and get this over with. Yeah, I'm already tell. thinking about that. And this is the time of the year where it jumps yeah. off the screen. Yeah, where your chances is slim to like none of making the playoffs. Like, Tony Brown told you you got to sit up. No, more? not Tony Brown. Tony Martinez. Tony Martinez. <laughs> and, and to your point, guys, you know we had this we had this intense conversation this morning, folks, on our group text chat. It right, started we, off with G and, and Titus. Guys, we're, we're doing, doing the show on tomorrow. text messages. It's G's fault. I'm not going to be here. I'm not getting into the details, Mike. I just threw it out there. No, because G mine was made up before he threw it out there. We had a very intense conversation about Kevin Stefanski. That was a really good. I thought a really good conversation. You say the text. question. Let's not do the debate. Let's save the debate yeah, for tomorrow. We're going to save the debate. I'm not. Yes, bring, I bring, the question was an intriguing question, Jimmy. right? But I bring it up because the initial question was, you know, is three years enough to evaluate a coach? Yes. And obviously, G was bringing that up because of Stavansky. And I think you know we all had our points on that, and we'll get to it tomorrow. But I think these last four games, as Tyvis just said, to me, if this team plays hard then they still believe in Stefanski. Right. Yes. If they quit right. and they crater, that says a lot about Stefanski too. And, and Jason Lloyd, who goes into the locker room after the games, yeah. talks to the players. He insisted on yesterday's show, he mm -hmm. has not lost a player on this team. He thinks that he, he thinks that the defensive coordinator has, has yes. right. but he doesn't think that the team has given up on Kevin Stefanski. So we're going to yeah. do that tomorrow. Right. Yes. Should be a good debate. And <laughs> yeah. basically the question is just that. How much time do you need to decide whether you've got the right coach? Right, right. Because with Stefanski, the sample is incredibly off the charts. It's, it's, you had a great season where he was coach of the year and they made the playoffs mm -hmm. in COVID. Yep. You had <laughs> two subpar seasons right. where his teams were riddled with injuries. Right. Riddled. So is that enough time? And that's going to be a yeah. hot debate tomorrow yeah. because yeah. I had 50 freaking messages on my phone today. I thought we were <laughs> doing G's the hell on. And by the way, and by the way, I was asking 
No. As, as, as just an ask. No, it, wasn't. it wasn't a load of questions. No, yes, Tyvis said, said, <laughs> said, no, no ask him a question. You already know the answer to Look, he's smirking. Really? He's smirking. I was just trying to pose a question to my colleague. He asked me a question. I answered it, and the way he responded, told me he had an answer. So what's the point of I wanted Tyvis' opinion on it. No, you didn't. And they really just jumped on me. I was asking. I wish we could show the text messages. I it was, it was textual assault. I thought it was a good debate. <laughs> they like got you. Jay, that, that's good. Textual assault is good. Hey, but <laughs> they were all over one. you. That was Before we bring Dequell in, <laughs> yeah. we, I do want to talk about JOK going to the IR. Because it's time yeah. to say the game yes. plan on Sunday for Baltimore is going to be run the ball, run the ball, yeah. run the ball, and then run the ball again. They're down to their fifth, sixth, and seventh string linebackers. Which is just, that's incredible. <laughs> no, it is. I don't think I've ever seen that guy. <laughs> Man. It's impeccable. Uh, Improbable. Why would you not run the ball? Oh, they this get, is a, well, they, they're going to run the ball. That one, they gonna that, get that it doesn't work. matter who had, I could go play quarterback. We handing the thing Can you off. play linebacker? I sure can. I would like the to box, see that. I was box, saying before listen, the show, he box was safety, we talked about that. Box safety is the same as linebacker. It's, just, it's essentially and the same thing. Why haven't they signed you yet? Because I'm a has been. <laughs> I don't know about that. Just a has been. Right, I mean, you're an undrafted free agent. Has been. Can anybody name a projected starting linebacker for the Browns this week? Uh, no, because I didn't know. The Wait a minute. Hold on. Deion Jones. That's yeah, one. Jones is healthy. That's um, one. And I, so I don't know if it's Tony Fields. That's the other one. Who's the third one? The one hold dude that it came was the guy in that made the play last week. And I said, God, I don't even know that. It's guy's like name. Chris Krueger. Yeah, it's something ski. Yeah, ski. Wait, Jordan Kunazic. That's yeah, Kunazic. Reggie Ragland. Reggie Ragland, who they just picked up last week. is their only other linebacker. He's from Alabama. What about Jason Trusnick? Trusnick's not. No. Raven Trone. <laughs> Raven Trone. <laughs> Part of the party, boy. They only have cut his hair yet. I, I don't know. I don't think he did. Ragland, who they just picked up like five days ago, is their only – he's their fourth linebacker. That's it. They don't have anybody else. Unless they picked somebody else. Scott Fujita was available. Scott Fujita. Hey, they don't do that. I'm about to say he was. Fujita yeah. was Well, good. I think I, the bottom line here is this yeah. is a very sad situation. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And if you're Harbaugh and you're the Ravens and you're looking at who's left for this Browns team, your game plan <laughs> is really all it's, – it's already devised for you. The question is, can the Browns, with all of these backup linebackers, stop it? Because the Ravens have had some success recently running it. Right, but the, the Ravens starters have no passing game The right starters now. didn't stop it. So that's your answer. <laughs> that's and it. when we come to passing the ball, they, the, uh, the Ravens have a very reliable target. Big window. You can't yeah, miss Yeah, no, it. they do. What was the – what was, how much – Mark they, Andrews. Yeah, but you know what? He's not having a good year. He was hurt. He has – and that's not all his fault. He's not getting a ton well, of targets. Well, he's going to get a ton Well, you defenses just know that he's the guy you have to stop. Can anybody name a wide receiver on the Ravens? And that's why everybody's going after Andrews. Yes. Demarcus uh, Robinson. That is correct. But that's, that's, that's why – but, but Bull, to your yeah. point, defenses know if you let your best wide receiver walk in the offseason. Yeah. And Andrews was kind of that complimentary guy, but he right. kind of caught balls like a wide receiver. Now what defenses – What are they doing? Are, right. I, I was too. I Plus, think that made no sense to me. Plus, it's been, there's been some Bates injury there. Still, Andrews missed there have, there there have, Is Bateman still there? Is he Bateman's hurt. He's yeah, out for the year. I, what about the pro shade? I like Bateman, but he's out for he's the out. year. It's a pro shade. You know why this game no. is dangerous? No. They got – what's his name? Is Devin DuVernay. Who's had some games. He's been all right. Mike, what did they run the ball against the Browns 
Jones for the first time of the season. How many run, rushing yards? Well, and also Dobbins was hurt. Seconds. He came back I know. last week. I'll have it up. Okay. Dobbins had a good game last it, week. That's sure. what worries me is Dobbins. This game he is, looked he looked go bucks. like the old he had Dobbins. He 100 yards. Dude, getting there. This they game is dangerous. You guys ready? I got yeah. the numbers for you. Go ahead. Baltimore had 44 rush attempts for 160 yards and two touchdowns. Only a 3.6 yard per carry average. But they they still lived on the ground. Yards. But that was with Lamar though too. So yeah, Lamar had 59. Gus Edwards had 66. Justice Hill had 26. So all they running back is him, like Gus. All of them. Kenyon, Kenyon, yep. Drake, Kenyon Drake, and Gus JK? Edwards, and J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins. Oh, they're running and, and, and the ball. If, and if Hundley plays. They might run the wing tee. If Hundley plays, he's he's <laughs> a, he, he can he's run. He's all right. He can run. But he's, yeah, but he's not Lamar. No. No. He's not Lamar. And we're going to bring Dequell in here. And, and before yeah. we do that, Dequell is our favorite drinker on the show. Oh, yeah, so we no might doubt. as well sponsor his interview today by Cleveland Whiskey. Mm -hmm. If you need. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. A special holiday present. Pick up a bottle of Cleveland Whiskey's Christmas bourbon. It's available now at your local liquor store. Take some today. Whiskey without limits. Drink responsibly. And I think, guys, I think DeQuell is ready for battle. Check this out. Yeah. Is he ready? Yeah. Hey, get him in there. Hey, DeQuell. DeQuell, have, the have the Browns called you to play this week? Uh, you know what? I, I had a couple missed calls from Ohio. I didn't call them back, but maybe they do need me, even with a torn Achilles right now. <laughs> I think I'll be a better option. I think with a torn Achilles, you'd right still now. be better than what they got right now. I believe that. Well, you know, DeQuell, uh, they, they value undersized linebackers right now, so I don't know. Yeah, DeQuell's too big. You know. Hey, you tackle way too well for these backers. Or... <laughs> they don't teach tackling. Um, you know, that's, that's the thing. They put two hand tap below the waist. <laughs> Don't do that. Boom. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. So the flag football action. Yes. Dequell, yeah. how bad could this be? Just when you take a look at what their linebacking core is down to now and mm -hmm. the fact that Baltimore can and certainly will run the ball. It's scary. I've never seen a situation like this before ever. Uh, listen, they, they, I'm sure every week and every day, you know how, you know, former players, they realize on certain days they bring in guys, you know, to do workouts. I'm sure oh, that uh, Berea is full of linebackers <laughs> being work, uh, working out right now because they're thin. They can't afford to have any more injuries, um, you know, with that in the linebacker room. I've never seen anything like it. And even the guys who were playing, listen, they were barely holding on. Uh, as it is, they couldn't stop, stop the run. So, I mean, this this is this is going to be ugly. You know, Baltimore ran the ball 38 times last week, including their quarterback. And I heard you guys talking about it. Uh, what's his name? Huntley or uh, Anthony Brown threw the ball yeah. five times. Yeah. This is going to be, listen, they're, they're coming in with a plan. I agree with Tyvis. Listen, they're not throwing the football. I wouldn't. Why would you? I would run at least 40 times on this uh, <laughs> this linebacker court because they can't stop anybody. Yeah. And why but, Why do anything else? And the defensive middle is so weak. The By the way, line. yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Dequell. It's atrocious. When you look at um, uh, 
the fact that Mike, you just put up, see if you can put up that graph again. You just put up about the leading tacklers on the Browns. Gotcha. We were talking before. We, we, uh, we'll give you some mm -hmm. hype while you're here. Actually, somebody asked the question before the show said, is Dequel the best linebacker the Browns had since 99? And, and we said yes. So mm -hmm. uh, the only guy, other guy we discussed was what's his name? Demario his name Davis. Demario Davis, and but he, he only was, played he here was, one he year. He went good like that so, when he was here. But you, <laughs> when you were here, you led the Browns in tackles, I think, every year. You'd have like 1,000 tackles. The fact that the Browns' top two tacklers are safeties and not linebackers is crazy. And and not that, even in the 80s after 12 games, at 13 games. Right. And they That's still right. can't tackle. The two right. tacklers are <laughs> good. They were tacklers. Can you, show that, can you show that graphic one more time, guys? No, can you show that graphic really one more time? It really is an indictment. Because Your leading tackler doesn't have 80 tackles and you played 13 he, games? He's one so, away. So, but wait a second. You're leading. You're, you're, he needed one more. Your top okay. it's not there. Your top <laughs> linebacker is averaging about five tackles a game. Like that's crazy. How bad is it's it? It's a passing league. Well, so what? but the Browns run defense <laughs> sucks, so people run on them. Uh, right. Well, how, you, how bad is it that safeties are leading the team? How bad is it that safeties are leading the team in tackles? You know what? When I watch the film, it makes sense because a lot of times, JOK, for instance, I know I've been singling him out all year long he is always out of phase out of he's never in the frame and that's due partly because he, he plays so inconsistently so it leaves a gashing hole for your safeties to come up and and fix his uh mistakes and, and and all the guys collectively the linebackers had it hadn't had a good year at all but it's a shame i, I would take that personally if i were a linebacker on this team i would take it personally that a safety. My safeties have more tackles than me, and I'm closer more to the line. Well, you know, it's just—it's it, a joke. It, it's, it's truly a joke, man. And I, I just—I watched the film last night again. I'm like, man, I, I just hate piling up on JOK. He's been playing terribly, and I and I don't want to pile up. I know he's—he's he's on our right now. But like, I, I had a coach tell me this a long time ago about how to prepare to be a pro in this league. And he always said, son, you had great instincts. But in order to be a, a perennial, uh, have a career in this league, that instincts needs to meet preparedness. And a lot of times when I watch a lot of these linebackers that we have, it's almost as if there, there isn't instincts anymore. You're just making bad decisions. You're not prepared enough. You're not doing what you need to do when you leave the building in order to have pride in what you do, in order to be a better linebacker. It's just it's, it's very poor play all, all around, well, all around, and, and you know what? And that permeates to the back end. It puts a lot of pressure on your second, your, your safeties and corners to to be involved in the uh, in the run game and to make those guys right. Well, well, you know, a lot of a very uh, interesting point that a lot of people like to point out because I'm with you on that one. How much of that mm. falls on coaching? Because that's just where every no, it's oh, never hey. it's never the player, it's the coaches. So how much is that? Do you say is on the coaching? It, it, listen, it, when your guys are making the same mistakes week one as they're making week 13, that is not, I get it. The players you're going to play, but that's a lot of coach. That means, you know what? They're not listening. They're not buying into the coaching and the coaching just isn't getting through to them because the coaches I've had, I, I could think of one off the top of my head, Billy Davis. This guy was probably one of the smartest coaches I've ever played for. And I was a guy, listen, I, when he came in, I had my routine. I thought I knew everything, and he broke me down in terms of fundamentals, in terms of taking false steps yep. or your read step. We drilled the hell out of – he drilled the hell out of me all season long, all uh, off season, 
until I got it right. And you know what? It made my career take off. And just the little things, and I bought into it because he made it make sense for me. And for whatever reason, the coach isn't getting through to these guys. And, and it's showing up. And it's showing up badly. Because I, I I see there's going to be a lot of changes coming this oh, offseason. Oh, we know particularly, it. Particularly on that defensive staff. Because, listen, it all boils down to the defensive coordinator, uh, the position coaches. But the defensive coordinator is going to take the brunt of it because you're not getting through to these guys. And what if a- your linebackers are inconsistently – playing and that's what that's what you can rely on that's a bad that's that's signs of a bad bad defense fellas. what about the the strength coach with all these injuries is his job in mm-hmm. question because you know when injuries happen and it's a bunch of them the first person they look at yeah. is the strength coach yeah you know the game yeah if guys are getting injured oh we're we're looking directly at you you know and, and everything is compounded right because you know they're not playing well and and now your guys are getting hurt. Guys aren't available. Guys are in and out of the the lineup. Absolutely, they take a hard look at what are you doing throughout the week. And again, a lot of it, I don't want to put it all on the strength coach, but a lot of it has to do with as a defensive player, right? I knew we didn't have a great offense nine times out of ten, and I had to buy hyperbaric chambers. I had to, <laughs> I, I had to have every machine known to man at my house because I knew the level of play I wanted to consistently play at, but I knew. Because we didn't have a great offense, I was going to take a bulk of the defensive snaps. And, you know, quite frankly, if you're you're a defense and you're not playing well, your team isn't having success, that means a lot more plays ends up on you. So you have to understand the the, the, the situation of the of a season and 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 prepare accordingly. But I think everyone, everyone on this staff is going to have to take a hard look. And whoever pulls that trigger in terms of who stays and who goes. I think no one is safe at this point. The only person I would give, <clears throat> I, only person I would say would be safe is Kevin Stefanski right now. You know, uh, Dequel, I, I don't know if this if this is a thing. I just I kind of look at it from watching the Browns over past years or whatever. I even watch the people that leave the Browns go to other organizations, and they tighten up. Hey, you got a haircut too, man. You look good, man. I just realized <laughs> that you got a haircut, man. You like that, man. Fresh <laughs> lines. Shouldn't even told me that yeah. dog. Shouldn't even say that. <laughs> I appreciate it. I had to He was like, yo, that's crazy. Uh, man, you know, the quail, man, when you when I'm looking at these other teams, man, so, sometimes this, this happens when you got to lose an organization where they come from other different teams and they know how it used to be, how it's run. But they get to Cleveland hmm. and they feel like, oh, I can get that off. Like, oh, it, you know. It ain't that crazy. I mean, we I, the first thing they say, we trying to turn it around. We understand what the city been through. Like they look mm-hmm. at it as a charity case and it's like, well, we ain't doing exactly everything the right way. But man, look at what we got the injuries. I don't see nobody else talk about the level of injuries that other teams have. I go back and, and I just ask myself, how is it that the Jets can turn it around. Right. How, how did the Giants turn it around? How how mm-hmm. are the Dolphins leapfrogged you? You were at the same place as the Bills a couple years ago drafting. The the, the Bengals have now leapfrogged you and seem well, to be dramatically that, better. Why is it that when we ask for the patience, why is it that those other places are doing it in the same amount of time? Some of them got bad, terrible, indifferent. And then came back and been good by the time you ain't even been good yet. How is it that they're doing that? And why can't we translate that? 
Yeah, that's the crystal ball we all wish we had, man. I, I just I don't know what it is. I just don't know what it is. And you're right. When guys either leave Cleveland and go elsewhere, it seems as though their, their career takes off, whether it's coaches or players. And when they get here, you're right. For a long time when I was in the building, Troy Hill. the sense was you went to Cleveland because you had no other place to go coach. Or either you were drafted there and you were trying to play your way Siberia. out of Cleveland. <laughs> you know, it, and it was, it, was a, it was a horrible stigma attached to this place. And, you know, it, it's going to continue to be that way unless someone comes in and really, you know, changes everything. And right now, listen, if – and again, I'm about to make an excuse. If all guys were healthy, you had, you know, quality coaches in the building and all these different factors, listen, there's no reason this team should be – below water right now with the guys we have on the roster and the expectations attached to them before the season. Uh, and, and with all the, you know, Deshaun Watson situation and, you know, having uh, a guy like Jacoby Brissett come in and play winning football and you take him out, it's so many different moving parts. So I feel like this year, in my opinion, is a mulligan for Kevin Stefanski, this whole organization. They've dealt with a lot of different moving parts. And, oh, by the way, now you add all these injuries on top of things. So if these guys – can finish the season off and play inspiring football and motivate and continue to motivate this fan base, motivate people like us who watch them uh, all day, every day. I think that's a step in the right direction. All right. Uh, By the way, real quick, just to follow up on something we said, Jay, before you jump in, I, I just wanted to look real quick to see who the leading tackler was for the Bengals, for the Steelers and for the Ravens. Not that the Steelers have been mm-hmm. any better, but all three of those teams, their leading tackler is a linebacker. And all three of those teams, linebacker that leads the team in tackles, has at least 91 tackles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. numbers just don't and, match up. And, Bull, to your point, I, I, I realize I never answered your question earlier. There's another guy you guys forgot about, Carlos Dansby. He was coming from Arizona. I know he was on the tail end of his career. But when he when I left, Carlos Dansby came in as a <laughs> yeah. linebacker. And him and I, we we spoke often. You know, and, and he's, he's probably arguably – you could end up in the Hall of Fame one day. So, uh, in terms of linebacker since 99, I got to put him up there for sure. But his career, he was better in Arizona than here. Like, he had yeah, the yeah, yeah, majority no. of his success. I think it, I, I'm, I'm going with you. I think you, in at Cleveland, in Cleveland I'll take it. At, at least since I've been here, <laughs> and I, I, I've been here since 2011, I, I, I don't even think it's close in their, you know, Cleveland career. But anyway. Hey, Duquel, so – we talked about this in the show yesterday a lot. Jay had mentioned a conversation he had with Jimmy Donovan. That's where I was going. Yeah, that's where great, I was going. Great, mind, great minds think alike, yeah. yeah. Well, then, Jay, you can ask the question. We're yeah. on the same page. So, DeQuell, um, Jim Donovan was on uh, our Channel 3 show with me on Monday, and he made a pretty definitive and emphatic statement that moving hmm. forward, it's it's pretty clear to him that this program, this 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 organization has to draft smarter players. He didn't come out and say this is a dumb team. What he said was the Browns have tried to draft positionally by, mm-hmm. you know, prioritizing the groups that they think that you need to win. They've drafted speed. They've drafted this, that, and the other. But his bottom line, his takeaway statement was moving yeah. forward, this organization has to start thinking about drafting smarter players. As a guy yeah. who played the league at a cerebral level, and a physical level, and a high level, you know a player's football IQ from watching it over the period of time yeah. that you have, these 13 games. Characterize mm-hmm. the football IQ, of, and I'm not going to ask you to go on the offense because I know you're a defensive guy. The football mm-hmm. IQ 
of this Browns defense is what letter grade? What what are what are they when you watch them? <laughs> Listen, because to be honest with you, it's it's a D minus. Wow. D minus. Wow. And I say D minus. Why not D minus because yeah. they'll flash it and, and walk in and make a play behind the line of or, or something where Martin Emerson is the only reason why I don't give them an F. Wow. Because I and think he has he's and he's a rookie. Jim Donovan hit it on the head. This isn't he's exactly right. When you have all these athletes on this team, all the all the all the stuff on the paper, right? Like, you know, uh, athletic and talk and run and do all these different things. He's absolutely right. When you watch this defense, it's not a smart defense. That is it. That is the nail on the so head. The it's not a smart defense. Well, the, tr- the trouble mm-hmm. with that is that we, we, we posed this question to Aditi also. And Aditi said, look, she knows the inner workings of this organization. She spent time inside behind the curtain. She spent time with Andrew Barry. She knows what he's trying to do here. She said that this football team prides itself and prioritizes taking intelligent players. That's like part of their building block. What is being lost in translation from the pre-draft interviews to them thinking they're getting smart guys to the product on the field where it's obvious. It's like watching the electronic football game where you turn on the buzzer and the parts are just vibrating all over the place. Everybody's going everywhere, wherever they want. I think it's, it's an area of players that is undervalued because we get so enamored with the Wonderlick test. I've been around a lot of guys, Jay, who are very smart in the classroom. You can, you can, you can hear what the teacher's telling you. You can answer the right questions. You can do all these things, prepare, take a ton of notes. You can be the best student ever. But football is different. When you're on that field, there's different elements that come to play. Crowd, whether you're, you're healthy, guys running at you, you know, think you have be, being able to think on the uh, at a moment's end, you know, that is the difference maker. And how do you how do you it's it's, it's in, in my opinion it's impossible to evaluate, but when you have guys, when you know you have a guy that's a cerebral guy that he can take what he's learned from the classroom to the field and actually apply it and be a leader and line guys up, now you know you can he he's a he's, he's a building block. I think they don't have enough of those building block pieces. Right. I think you have a ton of guys who are are smart guys. Don't get was me wrong. Was Walker that guy and got hurt, Walker and then the was, whole thing just was like a house of cards? Walker was that guy, like he, like I was in India in summer in my time in Cleveland, where they were afraid. Listen, my skills had diminished. I couldn't cover. I couldn't cover some of these tight ends on my best days. But they knew they much rather deal with that as opposed to. You know, and, and deal with what I brought, and I can line guys up. And I, there was a level of of comfort from all the guys on the field. Whether it was a guy who was just filling in, they knew I could get him lined up. I was going to take care of him. I was going to meet with him later. It, it's, it's a ton of different external fact, um, you know, intangible things that goes plays into it. Like some of my really good friends who played a very long time in this league. For instance, Mike Adams. When Mike Adams and I played together in Cleveland, he was one of those guys. He just couldn't snap it together on the field. And but why? Because he didn't play much uh, on defense. He played more special teams. But then it just clicked one year. And he became that guy that I could communicate with to communicate to the rest of the back end uh, of the defense. And I'm sure Tybus has dealt with this before. When you have a smart guy at every level, that's what you dream about having from, uh, from a defense, from an offense. That's what you dream about. But this team here, you have so many – the, the, 
for instance, um, you know, with Jadavion Clowney and and you know some of the some of the veteran guys are on the D line. That's the difference. You know, you need guys yeah. from that linebacker. It's so, it's so and that fascinating talking about the guy at each level because I remember Tony Dungy when Tony was with the Bucks. And he would, it was before his last season there, and he was talking about why he had a, a Super Bowl caliber, maybe even a Hall of Fame caliber defense, which it oh. ended up that he did. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, you give me a Warren Sapp on the front with a football IQ mm-hmm. that's off the chart and physical traits that he has. Mm-hmm. You give me a Derek Brooks in the middle mm-hmm. with the football IQ yeah. he has and the physical traits that he has, and a John yes. Lynch and even a Rondé Barber in the back end of that defense. Yeah. He said, you yep. will not see guys out of position on our football field on defense all no. year. No. And they didn't. And they were never out of position. And, and, yeah. and Tyvis, this is crazy. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you this question. It's, it's just the regular. I don't know if these guys watch football, right? Like, I, I ain't played in years. But you go back to the, the football acumen and, and, the, and the smarts. When when Tony Field runs into the kicker, right? Man, <laughs> let me right. let me ask you a question. Everybody know the block point is where one to two Every, yards in front of the dang punt. Right. Say it again. <laughs> Everybody one to two knows yards in front of the so, punt so, and, and when you come, are at you it, not blaming the coach now for that? And when you come at it, what angle are you so coming when, at? When you come at it, you want to if you coming from the right side, it's a left, left hand out. If you coming from the left, the right hand is out. You want to do it and go fly by. by. If you miss. You'll run right, right past the punter. Not you never the punter. ever take it straight that, down the middle because if you miss, it's, it's a rough in the punter not, and we back on the field no matter the, what. Now, Dequell, I'm sitting up here. I'm just That's a, where it is. I'm, a, sure. I, I'm just an out-of-work <laughs> defense alignment from the MAC. I don't know much. <laughs> I, I, and Tybus, he, he's doing, you know. I'm a has-been. Yeah, he, has he, <laughs> now, why do we know that? And yet and still, when Stefanski is asked, he said, well, he was trying. No. He was out of pocket. He didn't have proper technique, and he ran into the kicker because he didn't adhere to the block point. He didn't take the ball off the kicker's leg, and he didn't stay out there. We know this. It's just the fundamental stuff. I've never seen that. Right. (laughs) They just don't play smart situational football, and that's where all the games they've been in, uh, you know, um, (laughs) and then down the stretch, they've lost it because of that reason because it takes a very focused football team to finish games and not give up a touchdown right before the half that really, you know, opens the game up. And because of that, you know, it was because of roughing the running to the kicker. So I, here's the thing with, with Kevin Stefanski, which I, I think when anytime you have a, you know, a, this shows up more than more than it should uh, for football teams. Is he It's one thing to talk about it, but he isn't harping on it. When, when I played for Eric Mangini, that was not allowed. You hear me? If we did any of those things in practice, we had to run a lap around practice. Roam it like we were in high school. It, it was embarrassing. Did it if you work? jumped off sides, if you did any, hell yeah, it worked. Because you know, I didn't want to run around the practice field three or four times, and I got to run back and get back. You know, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So he put an emphasis on it, and you know, he he really talked about situational football and this team is just is lacking in terms of uh, just being being clued in in situations like that. Dequel, when you see um, on the offense, right, obviously they've been struggling. The offensive line has been a little banged up yeah. and Deshaun Watson's kind of finding his way back. But the running game, it's easy to just blame the offensive line and that's part of right. it. But it's what's interesting is Nick Chubb's yards after contact is way down. So right. that 
to me, is less to do with the offensive line. Like, does he look – this is – like, the last couple of weeks, he just hasn't looked like himself. Am I wrong? Do you see it that way too? Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, listen, he, he runs the ball very physical. Is he and tired? they rely on him. They were, yeah. I mean, it, it's taking the toll. He is human. You got. We have to remember, as great as he is, he's still human and he takes hits. And a lot he's, – he's had a lot to uh, on his shoulders to carry this football team – and we we all had the mindset, and we still do that. Hopefully, Deshaun Watson can have a better keep building on his progression from week one, or for his first game to his third game, it'll take to alleviate some pressure off of him. But you know, he, he he's been great thus far, and I get it. You know, it's a long season. He hasn't you know been spectacular the last few weeks, and that's and I get I get all of that. It's a long season, but I, I don't. That's one guy I don't worry about. But yeah. if Deshaun Watson can can you know show a, a glimpse of magic and, and just look and have his, have his timing down. You know, from the first week, he looked like he was unsure of himself and he was, uh, you know, just he hasn't built that rapport with those guys in real time. So I think we'll see him evolve as, uh, you know, from week to week. And hopefully, he you know, he's able to use his legs and make some plays outside of pocket. And uh, hopefully we'll see, uh, you know, uh, a running game pick up for sure. That's the hope. I'm wondering if he's hit a wall. You know, I mean, we, we mm. always we've talked so much about the analytics of him getting 16 carries a game, and I'm just wondering yeah. if the Browns have, and that's why they put it at 16 because they've recognized uh-huh. the pattern. You guys all yeah. apologies. No, no listen, no, 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 I'm not. But that's I'm asking not, a question. That's not. I'm, 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 I'm asking a question. Get a bull. Yeah. No, wait a minute. Bull is Mr. Analytics, that, but I'm, I, I'm asking yeah. this question to the group. Because he's had a body of work now in the league where they know and they can look at his season in total macro and say, you know, at the 400 carry, not 400 carry, at the 200 carry mark, he's starting to break die, starting to not look like Nick Chubb. So we got to divide that by how many games. So when he, we, we get to 250 carries at the end of the season Jay, and not in the middle of the season, Jay, I hear what you're saying. I'm just asking that. But Talk this, this Sunday, this last <clears throat> game, yeah. the reason Nick Chubb didn't look like Nick Chubb is because it was a guy by the name of DJ Reader that absolutely yes. destroyed yeah, no, he was yes. all yes. the line. So yeah. there was no but, game. But anytime he But Bull brings up a tired. good point. Bull's not looking at, Bull's looking at yards after contact. Yeah. Well, he ain't have a chance to get off of the contact. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, contact is, is contact, but, and, and he's always been number one in the league at yards after contact. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if because his yak has gone down significantly, by the way, yes. not just a little. Last few weeks. I'm just wondering, we've seen before where, and Dequel, you can talk to this, and you can too, Ty. The season, the, it's always stretched out for these guys. In high school, they play, if they go all the way to the state tournament, they play 13 games. In college, if you go all the way to the end, you can play 15 or 16. In the NFL, now the regular season is 17 games. They keep moving the finish line. And I'm just right. wondering is. By the way, it's going to be 18 fact, soon. It will be 18 soon. <laughs> yeah. Despite the fact that he is yeah. a machine in the weight room, everybody has a wall. Marathon runners talk about at the 21st mile, you hit the wall. Did you have a wall in the season yeah. as well? Where yes. was it, and how much did it affect your performance from a percentage standpoint? And just, just yeah. round figures. Don't, don't go nowhere. I got yeah. something for you, too. Go ahead. I got a rebuttal. You go ahead okay. and answer go that ahead. question to Quell. Okay. Yeah, so for me, it was always around, like, week 10. Week <laughs> okay. 10 is when week 10, week 11, week tw- uh, week 12, that's where I kind of got into a lull. And, you know, and, and with Cleveland, listen, you're not in the playoff. Well, yeah, they're out of it right now. I believe so. 
They're but out of it. It's not, not technically, but they have a 0.4% chance of making the playoff. They're out of it. There's still a chance. There's still yeah. a chance. There's still a no, chance. But, but, you know, it, it's hard to, on top of a grueling season, on top of, you know, trying to self-motivate yourself to play. Yeah, it was every every player hits a wall, whether it's your, your rookie year or your 10th year. I did it every year, and that's when you really have to go dig into that well and tap into, you know, that, that reserve tank. Because, quite frankly, listen, I'll say with, with, with Nick Chubb, since Jacoby Brissett or Deshaun Watson has taken over, teams know, listen, you know, this guy is going to be rusty. This guy is going to be the same. We're in that point is in where he should be slowing down somewhat. So let's 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 really pour it on this running game. Let's force Deshaun Watson to really have to make some throws. But uh, I, I, every player hits it. I think he'll come out of out of it at some point. But I think it's realistic to say, you know, you're right. After a certain amount of carries, year after year after year, <laughs> it does take a toll for you. But for the most part, he's been he's been above average in terms of yards after uh, contact. And, and I think and I think Nick Chubb will bounce back and still have some good games. And to be fair to Nick, too, yeah. to be fair to Nick Chubb and to your point, Tyvis, like his yards after contact is down. But there's a difference between being contacted by a 230-pound linebacker <laughs> or a safety right. and DJ right. Reader at 335. DJ Reader yeah. said basically after the game, like Nick Chubb thought, you know, because Nick Chubb throws a lot of players away. He, he was like, right. he ain't doing that to me. I and mean, he didn't. You know, that guy's got 100 pounds on him. So I, I will say this, you, you know, it's a lot been made about Nick Chubb, but we got to go to the stats. Maybe some of these names, dog, these names ain't really names when you just keep saying they top O-line. Let's keep it real, man. Jedrick Wills had a, has a 58 grade. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 58 on one block. 58. Yes, sir. Wow. Jack Conklin, 53. We shouldn't shouldn't be playing anymore. Shouldn't even be playing at this point. I'm just saying. The the O-line hasn't produced yet. Wyatt Teller, who who we got Mm. high esteem for on this show, his grade is a 71. That's so, fine. That's not exceptional. That's not great. That's not bad. He's not going to write home so, about so, that. Joe Batonio's no. is an 83. So my thing is, and we ain't gonna go to Hagen dies where you know, we not even going to go there. Ha- actually, Hagen dies is a 67. <laughs> no kidding. It's acceptable. <laughs> Six, the tackles are killing them. Six tackles are killing them in my school at Ohio University. A 67 is a D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused how that's acceptable. We've moved our bar. We have moved well. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible. And, and, and we talk about the window in the NFL. It goes like this. And it doesn't stay yeah. here for very long. Uh. And we talk about that. And so my concern here That's is when they went out and gave up the farm to get Watson, it seemed like a smart play because we had the best offensive line or one of them in the mm. NFL in the blink yeah. of a year. Now, I know that we've had major issues at center. 
But in the blink of a year, we've gone from our offensive line being top three mm-hmm. to what he just read. Ethan that Bosch's, window yeah. is open and closed. And my fear here is this team is aging out while Deshaun Watson is serving that suspension and trying to figure out how to play quarterback again. I think they'll be fine. Ethan Poachers gave year, you 84, 84.3. It, it, it was a huge gamble. Huge gamble, and I, I tell you, if you can get those guys markedly better next season, this team would have. Listen, I, I'm confident these guys will be okay next year. But this year, however, it's a. It's, <laughs> why will next year? See, why are you confident that next year will be different? Because I feel like all the guys that we have, uh, and, and listen, I think as much as we talk about the <laughs> the you know the failure of this team so far with all the hype going into it, I think right. they they hear it, they feel it. They're, they're competitors, and they want to get back to winning football. If they want to keep the, the the structure they have, they like Kevin Stefanski. They want to make anything out of Deshaun Watson. That's that's still intriguing. I think, especially for the old line, you got to take pride in that. And I think you've invested you've invested so much money in, on putting these guys together, and you've invested in Deshaun Watson. So you have to see it through. You can't start to unfill this thing back right now because now. That means jobs are getting lost. But I, I do think with an offseason, this team will be markedly better next year. And their Even offensive line, and sorry to cut you off the quality, their offensive line was playing well until the last month. It just right. seems like the last uh, month they've got I, an old I don't, I, I, I don't know you about that. You just gave run grades only. Here's a, here's a yeah. pass grades because I knew you came with a rebuttal. Zedrick <laughs> <laughs> Will, 68.6. That's a D. Wyatt uh, Teller, 64.8. That's a F. Uh, uh, Hagendaz, 47.6. Ethan Poaches, 67.5. Joe Batonio is the highest on the squad with a 70. Yeah, but, but he's That's a, a C. Yeah, but <laughs> G, if you go through every offensive line in the league, you're going to have some guys lower, okay? <laughs> That's C. not great, though, Bull. You that, know that. Uh, okay. Well, well we all know that the tackle position Wait, Here's the bottom line. Their good. guards are excellent. I, uh, Teller's been banged up the second half of the year, which has lowered his grade. They they've lost three centers. I mean, eventually it's gonna catch. You can't have who's got a good fourth string center. Nobody. I didn't the know. tackle position's got to improve. James Hudson hopefully will improve right tackle. That's that's optimistic. I'm but what I'm hard. what I'm this saying about these grades is they want But are you gonna compare them to grades from other teams? You got to compare. You think every team has five guys with eighties? No. That would show the. Well, a my, bit of a better troop. Who thing, has who do we think has a really good offensive line? Let's see what their grades are. And, and compare. I mean, the, Eagles, right now, the Eagles, Eagles like, have the best. They, yeah, hey, go ahead, McNuggets. Look that. But I will yeah. say this, by yes. the way, too, McNuggets I, or, or, or Dequell. I don't think it's a good match for what they're running with with uh, with, with Nick Chubb. Out of the shotgun read, Nick Chubb is a one cut downhill back. Mm-hmm. They doing all this mm-hmm. East and West stuff. That ain't it. What? what is our? Yeah, it's it's tough because they're running a different it's offense. Right. You know, it, it's like right. this. This team had built some some momentum with Jacoby Brissett with the play action pass and striking down the field and he was able to make some throws and now you're running a new offense trying to you know slow walk Deshaun Watson back into the yep. hole where these guys are like come on let's go let's go so they're they're off kilter a bit and it's going to take a few hopefully you know, we'll see a glimmer of what this offense could be at some point throughout the season. Dequel, I'm hoping we can. Dequel, what are the Browns' the last four games? That's what he is. Who are their last four games? They've got uh, they've got the Steelers to end the season. They've got the Ravens this week, and they got the Washington, New Orleans, and the Saints in between. <laughs> so there it is on the screen right now. Hmm. Bull says three and one. I'm saying two and two is a win. 
I, I, I see Washington. Stop the, it, Kool Aid. Four and oh. Stop playing with me. Four and oh. <laughs> nah, I, I see I see them winning two games, and that's uh Washington. Washington. Oh no, no, no what? New Orleans and uh Pittsburgh. And I think wow, my, Washington Pittsburgh. will be a toss up. I got yeah. them beating Baltimore, New Orleans, and Pittsburgh. I agree also. I think they're gonna lose to Washington. Y'all mm-hmm. sleep. Four and oh. Are you serious? You really think they're, they can go four? The quail. Okay. I think it'd be why? Baltimore's got why? no quarterback. You know, I know why? Run a lot, you know but... why? Hold on. Can I? Can I tell? And my... I need them to win. Can I tell my story? <laughs> why are they going to win? They going to win because they got some type of pride. All right. You want? They going out. They got okay. no linebackers they, though. Listen, that's fine. You need linebackers <laughs> over pride. Is, listen, that means that people got to step up. You see Miles Garrett at defensive tackle. Stand up, D tackle. Man, it's a big finally, you guys finally. Look, finally. <laughs> he go listen. They got four weeks. You can't sell out for four. You can't sell out for four weeks. You can get they all the numbers. Sell out. Yeah. You, you get the. You get they the they you, can, you can rest. You can go to Cabo. You can get all that stuff. Four yeah. weeks. You yeah. can't go hard for four weeks. There's no. There's no. Well, see, that's at why the end we would have been great teammates. You know, a lot of guys in that locker room. They're looking at. You know what? Where am I going to go? What vacations? They. Their mind is somewhere else. And that's just the taking it ain't going nowhere. It's going to still be there in four weeks. Right. Well, like we I can mean, sell, listen, we can sell out for four weeks. Like, come on now. Four weeks. I agree. That, we can go, I agree. After four weeks, you can go do whatever you want to do. I don't care. You can go party, kick it, whatever. But for four They're going to be able to do that while we in this building. Four or four we, and all. They could go. They, they got all me the going time. against a team that ain't even got a quarterback this week. We don't have linebackers. Well, it's easy. Yeah. Is it? I'd rather be without. No offense to Quell, I'd rather be without linebackers than a quarterback. I don't know. Not if you can run the ball. Uh, what's what are your what are your passing grade or your uh, block your uh, offensive line numbers look like? So I nuggets? did I did some research according to PFF. This is all PFF grades. Yeah. The Eagles have by far the highest rated so offensive line, which makes sense. What's their collective grade? They don't have it graded out, but uh, I'll show you how you see they're the number one when yeah. I read you their three positions. Uh, Travis Kelsey, the number one rated center. Not Travis Kelsey. Jason, uh, Jason, Jason Kelsey. Excuse me, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, Jason a 90 flat. That's incredible. By the way, Pochich third. Wow. Pochich third in that. Nice. Yeah. So center, they're number one overall. They're two guards. Isaac Simulo. S-E-U-M. Yeah, you had it right. Simulo. He's a fifth overall, 75. Where's Petonio? Second, 85. Their other guard drops, though, deep. Landon Dickerson. 27th to the 66. So they do drop. Teller, for the comparison, is 17th at 70. And, okay. and by the way, overall, their whole overall team grade for pass blocking is number one, 81.3. Yeah, but look at it. The only difference is going to be the tackles. And here's the tackles. And that's where the Browns and, and have to get point. better. You ready? Yeah. Lane Johnson, 6th, yeah. yeah. 83.3. Hmm. Their other tackle, Jordan yeah. Melata, he's the giant dude out of Minnesota, the 6'9 guy. He's 18th at a 74. Both of those are higher than either Brown on this list. Yeah. So, run blocking their overall grade is a seventy-six and a half. The Browns' but overall the run grade is, is guys, seventy-one point. The Browns had a top three offensive line last year. It was top mm-hmm. three considered going into the season. It was playing well early in the season for much of the year. Injuries and age with Conklin have caught up. They got to get better at right tackle. They're probably going to stick with Jedrick Wills. You don't need to have five great offense. Nobody has five great offense. You don't I, want to slide Jed Wills to right tackle and bring him I to would. Left I don't think he's a left tackle. I would, but I don't think they're going to do that. DeQuell, do you think he's a left tackle? 
No, Wills? no, not no, at all. He's a right tackle. Yeah, he, right. he will be, he, he will be a above average right tackle. The problem sure. is left if tackles don't grow out of the soil. Like, no. where are you going to get a good right. left tackle? Oh, like, you, just, you're not in the draft. Second round. That's the problem. That, that is usually the, slip that is, that is, By the way, for all the complaining about the draft, and I understand you'd like to have a first round pick. The Browns have five picks in the first four rounds. Are you? What's your first? pick? And they got multiple. And they got your second round. And they got multiple holes to fill. Starting with defensive yeah, tackle. Back you go, so your first pick for the Browns. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Deep tackle. Deep tackle. Okay, I was about to say. Well, the free agent, the yeah. free agent market too has something to do with that. Over a, over a speedy receiver and a linebacker, you go a deep tackle. I, I will tell you this that, and and I wish Jason was here to talk about this because the the salary cap for the first time in years is going to be a big issue next year for this yeah. team. It's like, they are it's like 15 50 free agents. Cap right now. It's like 15 free agents that's not going to yeah, be Yeah, there's always ways around it, though. That, that, that could be a topic for a good show. What free yeah, it could be a topic, will, right? Will, yeah. yeah. Well, that would be definitely a hot we, offseason we, topic. Because we yeah, can argue that. to burn in the offseason. Our hot yeah, stove yeah. is going to be <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they're, they're, cause their overall defense is a 55, according yeah, to yeah. The Browns? Yeah, not good. I'm surprised it's even that high, honestly. Jaquan, how are you feeling before we let you go? How's the ankle? Oh, feeling good. They they allowed me last week to put some uh, weight on it, so I'm actually getting around with and without the crush. But uh, for the most part, I'm on, I'm on my knee scooter, man. I'm on my knee scooter, but I'm feeling yeah. good, though. Well, feeling McNuggets good. said day. if you don't challenge him in basketball before Christmas, then he takes the W because of the forfeit. I don't think that's <laughs> man, fair. Listen, I, I did not say that, line, but I will accept he, that challenge. <laughs> We can get to the free throw line and we can we can have a shootout. Whatever whatever we need to do. I played terrible last night to Quell, so if you're gonna get me, this is this is yeah. gonna get gonna look terrible when you plan me. To right. great to see that you're uh, you're doing well and uh, enjoy your week. Hopefully, you, we're buddy. talking about a Browns victory next, and, next and, week. And, and congratulations on being the greatest linebacker yes. of all time <laughs> since 1999. In the last quarter century. Uh, yeah, adorned. I need a drink. But, <laughs> yes, adorned by the ultimate Cleveland Sports out, Show. Drink us out, brother. Yes, drink sir. us out. Hey, 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 by the way, so that so does that mean I get some Cleveland whiskey? Can I try some of this? I need I've to get my a, hands on the bottle. Yes, sir. I've got we'll a, get what you are you in again? Well, we'll Do you have any, you anything planned? What's that? Plan for you coming here? Christmas? Plan I doubt it with the Achilles. <laughs> oh, no. No, you're wrong. No, just, <laughs> yeah, not, not, not back to Cleveland. What if Mayor Bid decides to give you a key to the city because you're the best linebacker the Browns have had in the last quarter century? Then we could get you to town, right? Hey, that that'll be a good way to come back in town. I'll tell you that. As long as, no, as, long, no. as long as it's not a lot of ice on the ground with this yeah. boot, that, that could be that could be no. tricky for me. Dequel, Nobody when, comes when to visit be... Cleveland in the winter unless you have unless this you have no true. choice. Well, Dequel is going to New York. Dequel, when are you going to be in New York? By the way, the yeah, winter. I'll be in, in New York uh, this Friday till uh, Monday. Yeah, so hopefully it doesn't snow. I would think that our friends at Cleveland Whiskey can can get a bottle your way, uh, and then you can give like a a, a hey, review. I will tell you, I have had the whiskey. It is smooth. I think you will like it. I know your taste. Okay. If they can't okay. get a bottle to you, I will. That'll be my Christmas gift yeah. to you. So can you only purchase it? I appreciate that, Jay. Can you only purchase it in Cleveland? No, I don't think now? so. I think you can get it online. Um, okay. But, I, okay. but you know what? I don't want you to have to go out of your way. I, we'll, we'll get you we'll a get bottle. We'll get you a bottle. Either through us. the sponsor or I'll send you one. And I would like you to give a review. Maybe a live yes. taste test, you know? Throw one I'll, back. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to do so. Smoky, yes. rich, mm. smooth, okay, but a little bite. Okay, you know I want to see. I want to okay. see the Dequel whiskey okay. review right here on the Ultimate yes. Cleveland Sports I'll, Show. Let's make it happen.
Let's make it happen, McNuggets. I'm down, right, brother. Love it. Dequa, I'll be in Thanks, New York Dequel. too. So I'll, I'll hit you up this weekend. All right. Yeah, please do. Please do. All right, fellas. I'll see you guys. Wait a second. Who's going to New York? I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Just, we, we had that conversation on air one second ago. Yeah. Well, I, but somehow I didn't hear that. But Dequel, <laughs> he's in my phone. I have a radar for actually, New York. Anything New York. Do you want me to send you to like the best pizzerias in America or what? Absolutely. Please. Absolutely. I'm going to text you. Where are you staying? What, okay. what borough? Uh, we're down in uh, Soho. We're down in Soho. All right. Nice. I'm so, you're supposed to be in Manhattan, right? No, Soho. Remind I know we, me to we text the Manhattan. I'm going to change it up a little bit. Yeah. 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 After you go to you. New York so many times, you try to avoid Midtown. Midtown's the worst. It is yeah. the worst. Like, yeah. if, I mean, Especially this time of year. I understand that tourists have to do it. This time of year no. is absolutely the worst. But do it once right. and then go and go visit the other boroughs, the other neighborhoods. Yes. There's so much mm -hmm. charm. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.